Welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one feisty page of Talmud every day. And what could be feistier than students and teachers having, well, misunderstandings? We've probably all been there, and the Talmud has been there too. Have a listen. The Gemara relates, Rav Matana taught this halacha in Pafunia. On the next day, the eve of Passover, everyone brought their jugs to him and said to him, Give us water. They misunderstood his expression, Maim Shelanu, water that rested, as the near homonym, Maim Shelanu, our water, meaning water that belongs to the sage. And they therefore came to take water from his house. He said to them, I say and meant water that rested in the house overnight. It's kind of a comical incident, but it brings to the fore these small misunderstandings that can cause great big frustrations, especially when it occurs between two people in different positions of power, people who really look up to their teachers and teachers who really hope to provide an example to their students. And it could really sour you and break your heart a little bit. And I think we've all been there. And one person who's a great student and an even greater teacher who may or may not have been there is our teacher, David Bashevkin. Shalom, Robin. Liel, what an absolute joy to be here today, and shalom uvracha to you. It's a pleasure to talk to you, and I love this passage. You know, when I read this... Have you ever erred like this? Have you ever made this mistake? You're a teacher, a renowned one. Have you ever made this kind of mistake that really embarrassed you? Oh, absolutely. When I read this, the first thing that I thought of wasn't actually in my own life. I thought of those old books I read as kids, Amelia Bedelia. (laughs) Do you you ever read Amelia Bedelia? Where like. Where they tell, you know, they tell Amelia Bedelia, like, go fly a kite. And the next scene, you see her outside, not appreciating the euphemism and actually flying a kite. And there's something in this passage to me that I found, like, kind of sweet, which is, imagine for a second, Liel, that you misunderstood your rabbi. And your rabbi, you understood that the rabbi was telling you, you could only use my matzah. Like, I'm the only matzah that you're allowed to use. Like, what would your imagined reaction be? You know, you misunderstood, but how would you react? I think there's something very sweet in this story about how the people actually reacted. Like, they actually showed up at his house and were like, okay, I guess we can only use your water. Like, you're, you're the only water that's okay. Like, I imagine, like, if somebody wrote this on Twitter or, like, put this out into the world, people's first reaction when they don't understand something is usually to be like... Get the pitchforks, like, dear God, this rabbi's trying to, like, take us for a loop and, like, uh, right. try to pad his pockets with our, with our water dollars, you know? And so what do we learn uh, from this incident other than its, uh, you know, wonderful comical nature about the way that, you know, as teachers or as parents or as people who sometimes, you know, people look up to, How should we handle ourselves? How should we talk? How should we think? How should we communicate to make sure that we avoid these little pratfalls? I think about this all the time, and I'm sure you deal with this a lot, like in articles that you've written. When I read this story, I see a group of people who misunderstood something that a teacher, an educator, a leader, a rabbi, whoever it is, told to them. Because there's no such law that you need specifically the water from the rabbi. That's that's unheard of. But they showed up anyways at his house and said, can we have water? And can we have your water better? 
And I think the moral of this story is the graciousness, the decency that you need to approach when somebody says something that could be interpreted in two ways before you breathe down their neck, before you reply in anger, before you say, what about this or how come or that's ridiculous or that's absurd, maybe appreciate for a moment and find that graciousness in your heart and maybe remember in your own life times that you've been misunderstood. Before you pick up the pitchfork, maybe clean out your ears a little bit and figure out, maybe I misunderstood, maybe that's not exactly what they wanted. And instead of rioting, try to figure out, is there a way to listen or understand or appreciate what was said with a little bit more graciousness and understanding? Let us have that in mind every time a child, say, comes and wishes to have our attention. Rabbi David Washefkin, thank you so much. An absolute joy, as always. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes, Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone, or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. Music